0: You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey everyone, Kevin here asking you to head over to our Patreon and check it out. Enjoy benefits like exclusive content, merch discounts, and behind the scenes looks at all things Rare Drop. Go to patreon.com slash rare drop to become a member today. And thank you so much to our current patrons who helped make this show possible. Dave, the new nerd, Neil Anderson, Jack DeVille, Philip Snyder, Jedi Chappie, Paul Marzik, Aether Mana, Respect KS, PD Club, Wow Dad, Justin McMahon, Steven Purd, Matt LaRue, and all of the other patrons. Thank you so much.
1: Hey guys, this is the tall, handsome, athletic, and most importantly, humble High Score Tees partner Freemason Live here to talk to you about leveling up your merch game. Does your current merch suck? Are you tired of your community yelling at you, begging you for awesome designs on high quality products? Well, look no further. Score Tees is now accepting partner applications. Join the family of over 100 professional content creators where you can have custom design merch created by the industry's leading designers. We are not kidding around, they are the sh- But it doesn't stop there. Signing up means you also receive a high quality platform, support for you and your community and around the clock customer service. It's time to level up your merch game. Sign up today, and maybe one day you can be as tall, handsome, and humble as me.
0: Welcome to episode 21. We're old enough to drink of the old-fashioned podcast uh i'm kevin joined by mike and rob today hi rob
1: hi hi Hi, rob how you doing hi
2: how's how's south carolina
1: hot as fuck (laughs) attic fan hot and you have the attic fan literally literally kill me what's that attic fan would literally kill me (laughs) like i would just be dead in a corner in a heap bloated heap oh yeah okay yeah. i mean that's me on a normal day but i would be <laughs> i would heat. be dead up on top of it all
0: a bloated heat of sweatpants have you moved to, to like athletic shorts yet or are we still in sweatpants
1: oh we're on, we're, we're on shorts we're on okay shorts. good i would say once you went south of
0: virginia it should be them once a week or so and
1: yeah <laughs> good 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 carry on
0: Well, today we're going to talk about uh, a few different things, uh, but specifically the big one uh, is Mike really wanted to talk about Rob's impressions, more so Rob's than mine, because Rob is in Endgame uh, in Final Fantasy and uh, go from there. Mike and I started Castlevania, so we'll touch on that, which we we both, Mike's seen all of Castlevania. I've seen season one and two, but we're going to kind of go back and watch. Uh, And then there's uh, a few of the other regular normal crap that we do. But uh, this episode, as always, is brought to you by delicious Kings Coast coffee that I am drinking right now. And hopefully you are, too. It's delicious. I am. Oh, what are you, Which one are you drinking,
1: Rob? I always go for the, unfortunately, the, um, what is it called? I don't want to say, I don't want to get copyrighted. I don't want you guys get in copyright trouble. The sports team one. <laughs> Lamplighter. Lamplighter? About, I don't love that. I, I couldn't yes. remember the name. Lamplighter. Yep, that's my that's my my coffee of choice and recently, not recently, I've always preferred I don't know if this is weird or not, but even when I'm sitting at home on my desk cuz I never leave my house, um I, pref- I I went to Sam's Club and I bought these disposable to-go cups mm-hmm. with lids and I truly prefer drinking my coffee out of these than over a mug. Why? It's a good question. I have no idea. I just like it. I like huh? the little hole in the top. It reminds me of like Starbucks or something, which to me is a good thing. I know you guys always give me shit for it. And it, keeps it, it keeps it hotter longer, too, because it's a lid. I have gone
0: to. So I've there have been two days where I'm running around and I didn't have King's Coaster. I ran out of King's Coast. I had to go to Starbucks. So Pete told me order. This It was basically an Americano, but made in. um uh Whatchamacallit in a. I forget what it is. The glass thing. What's it called?
2: A Camex, Like a pour over
0: glass? Pour over, thank you. Yep. So make it in a pour over and um
1: a pour over Americano?
0: Yeah, with two hmm. two shots, I think you said. Is that literally how you order it? Yeah, you go in there. But the ones in Florida look at you like you have ten heads. <laughs> uh and then they start we fighting with the manager because they're like, We can't make a pour over Americano. And the manager's like, Yes, we can. It causes this whole big stir. So it's just I've given up. But Pete was like, it's actually pretty good if they make it right. I'm going to have to ask
2: because I don't I don't like the taste of Starbucks. I don't either.
1: I, d- I don't. Well, I you just, can it, you can get an a regular Americano. You don't need to have it be a pour over on top of it. And they're pretty good. It's just espresso with water in it, basically. I know. Yeah, But I, I, to me,
2: I don't know. I don't like the taste. It's just very like most of their blend. Most of their coffees to me taste burnt or bitter. But it's not
1: coffee; it's it's their it's a it's literally shots of espresso. I, right, I they, know.
2: But I'm saying in general, from what I've experienced from them, oh, okay, I'm sure, leads me to believe that anything additional they have to offer, I probably also would not enjoy.
0: I guess
1: no the Ameri- the Americano is very different from their coffees. I will try it. If, I will absolutely try it if you ever, if you ever have to go there.
2: What's that? If you ever have to go there, that's what. Well, you should I mean. Whenever if we have to like stop somewhere while we're out, that's yep. Allie will typically stop there.
1: Yep. Do it. It's good. What's
2: Allie's order? Do you know it? Nope. Pink, the pink drink. So I. The diabetes cup. That one. Because she'll, she'll get it. And I'm like, we have coffee at home. I will brew it at home. Not good enough. So, oh.
1: no. My when wife. I was, gets when eight. I was visiting you last year, Kevin, I ran to Starbucks for everybody. I remember. And I asked, and they were like, uh, "Can I have a pink drink with extra strawberries, please?" I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to order that."
0: That was for Audrey, right? Uh, Selena. Oh, it's for Selena. Okay, my yeah. sister.
1: I was like, "What the hell is a pink drink?" <laughs> I've never even heard of it before. But then I went there and it was on the menu, so it's like a thing. But yeah, it was it was not fun ordering that. A bunch of around a bunch of burly Tampa Bay men. Oh.
2: You a visitor <laughs> early Tampa Bay. Man. A party?
1: Okay. okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: It's a bunch of girly men. Does Rob know he can't say that anymore? It's 2021.
2: I don't know. Everything's flipped over all upside down so many times i can't tell if it's up or down or left or right doesn't
1: even doesn't even matter i can't say what sorry i was in the other room what's what's wrong
2: today we
0: were just just laughing at your girly like i said okay schwarzenegger when you said girly men and then i said it's 2021 i don't think you can say girly man anymore
1: oh i said burly men
0: (laughs) oh it sounded like you said girly men and i thought you were quoting schwarzenegger
1: (laughs) i was in the middle of target in the middle of florida ordering pink drink with extra strawberries yeah but okay
0: so the thing is and this is what I've learned about Starbucks is the ones in Target have shorter lines than the actual Starbucks so if you do need to get Starbucks going to one in Target will get it for you quicker than going to the actual store
2: yeah but you spend more money when you walk into the Target one what are we talking 50 cents it's worth it to not sit there oh, no, and waste no, no. half your I day mean, simply being in Target pulls money out of my not account not if you go by yourself uh.
0: Unless you are weak and susceptible to the powers of Target too.
2: No, I am not. In fact, Target infuriates me. I have an unnatural <laughs> anger towards Target. I wouldn't go that no, far. It's natural.
1: I, I is it? Okay, good. I'm glad I'm in good I company mean, because if, unless you're female, if you're female, then dude, Target does something. Dude, I hate too. that store.
2: I don't mind it. Had to it. go in there to find umbrellas. It took me. It took me an easy, smooth 45 minutes to try to find a fucking umbrella. Target
0: is great for cheap t shirts that you know won't last you more than like six months, but they're fun. You know, like I got my Bob Marley shirt at Target. You
2: know, whatever. Graphic tees. Yeah. You can
0: get a Marvel shirt, get a.
2: Man, Ali has that. She's got the store memorized. She's like, yeah, they have a map. She sends me a picture of the map on their way. I'm like, this is useless. Useless. (laughs) The map is very stupid. They give it an aisle number, but it's not in an aisle. It's on some obscure fucking kiosk in the middle of like a sock section. Makes no logical sense at all.
0: Is your target a super target too? What's the difference? Groceries.
1: Yes, one That's is even super worse. bad and one is just regular bad. <laughs>
0: Their groceries, nice. though, are actually pretty good. When Rob came last year, I got like, I think it was 30 wings for like 15, 20 bucks. Like good wings. Yeah, wings they were from good. Target. Ugh. <laughs> were they, what did you like, air fry them? No, I grilled them. Oh, okay. But Rob hates grilled wings. So do you?
1: No, not anymore. I only <laughs> like them. grilled wings. <laughs>
0: It was just the way I made grilled wings, apparently. Correct. <laughs> Good to know. They were delicious, and you know it.
2: So are we doing grilled wings next month or no? Yeah,
0: we will. And I'm so gonna Next month? I'm going to buy the Target. Mike is coming to Florida next month. Yeah, dude. I told you about this.
1: No, you didn't. You probably yes, I did. You probably talked about to- it in our chat, but I don't read that shit. I told you to
0: about No, I told you specifically because I mentioned that we're probably going to go to Halloween Horror Nights. This was before COVID was like, hey, what's up? I'm back. Um, yeah, yeah. and you were like, is everyone oh, going? I, 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 I said, remember. no, my wife and Allie are not going to go because that's just not their thing. You're like, I can't go to Halloween Horror Nights without Lauren. Yeah, because
1: she really wants to go. So.
2: So I don't She's even know if we're very going, into so.
1: that Halloween stuff.
2: Yeah, I remember trying to get you to come to fucking all the horror stuff around here and it just never worked out.
1: Yep.
0: But you've been to Eastern State, right, Rob? Yep. And that's by you, isn't it, Mike?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've never we really wanted yeah.
1: we wanted to, go to the Halloween thing for that. That was that was on the mini bucket list, but it just there's a bunch the There's that. There's
2: Penhurst. There's there's a bunch. I'm sure you got stuff in South
0: Carolina.
1: No, it's haunted it's, it's cornfields. It's House of a Thousand Corpses here, like literal,
0: <laughs> actual House of a Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Unironic House of a Thousand
1: Corpses <laughs> all
0: year round. Don't even have to wait for Halloween. <laughs>
1: is, he sees the creeper van go by. He just waves. Just drive five miles west there from there.
0: Captain Spaulding's gasset Nope, not stopping there. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't. I haven't. I know you guys love those movies, but I saw them both once and I'm good. I don't think I'll ever You're go back. Yeah, good. I, but I don't I don't like modern horror. We've had this discussion before. I just I'm not into it. I think my cutoff is probably the 70s with like those werewolves movies.
2: Yeah, these are just comical yeah
1: it
0: yeah, was so bad dude that's the stuff I, and then like the old black and whites like house on haunted hill and the original frankenstein and all that stuff i love those yeah those are great but i don't know i can't i can't get into modern art what's rob what's your favorite i forget what the name of it is um didn't we do a whole episode on this last time i was on this show <laughs> yeah but I, and i think that was the last time with halloween that's what makes it <laughs> funny but that everywhere's funny,
1: decorating actually. for halloween so you can't get halloween out of your mind um sam's club has christmas shit out i'm like bro what what yeah. what yeah they had one um section of ribbons no. various assorted ribbons and gift wrap no oh
0: my god i was getting upset i went to um dunedin which is like a little beach town here last week like one of those small town usa type things and uh i went in one of the stores and it was just all halloween the second i walked the door i'm like too soon it was just my birthday it's not time for halloween yet that's not okay September first, go nuts. That's how I feel. Just give me For Halloween. Give me August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Just like the day after Thanksgiving, or probably the night of Thanksgiving, I'm putting Christmas music yeah. on. Like that's nope. that's that's all fine to me. Do that. Yeah. Just give me the end of summer. I don't I don't want to be swimming in a pool. Well, I live in Florida, so this is a bad example, but swimming in a pool with Halloween decorations, like I'm not into it.
1: I just step outside and I'm immediately swimming in a pool. <laughs> without there being a pool i i that kind of heat
2: Well, you live in you i mean when you live in a place like that you just live inside as much as you can
0: yep only it's well it's the opposite of the north the north is they're inside during the winter we're inside during the summer Mm -hmm. and then in the winter we're out and you're all
2: either doing winter activities or huddled around a fireplace even when we were living in Texas, it was we you would step out and I love like I love Texas, it was awesome. But when you step outside in the summer, instant, instant drenched. Yep. I mean you you, you immediately started sweating. The there's only-
1: something there's something about it like New York like it's more depressing being in all winter than it is being in during the summer, though, to me. Because <clears throat> the summer you have the option to go like in a pool or something. But when you're in for the winter, it's because like it's so uncomfortable outside and there's nothing you can possibly do to warm up outside. I wonder if that's like part of just
2: like the seasonal depression?
1: Definitely. I mean, I love the winter. Now I'm just plain we, depressed. I don't have seasonal depression anymore. So that's good. Oh, OK, there you go.
2: <laughs> we do uh, we do a lot of winter activities, though, snowboarding and up the mountains. And I mean, I, we went camping last year in the middle of November. How was that? I I, was I like that stuff. What's that? How was that? Cold. But uh, otherwise, it was pretty good. I So you, you like amass all this gear. Mm-hmm. And it's like I buy cold weather shit, but I never got a chance to like test the cold weather shit. So I did it and it it worked pretty well. I okay. love camping.
1: I've only ever gone camping like twice, but both times it was amazing. I want to I, take. I lo- we just started. Uh, we just started boy with us.
2: And, and the dog. So we take the kid and the dog. And it actually worked out really well. We started out some, like, local spots close by. So that if we had to bail out, we could. It was more yeah. work, Lacey or Grayson.
1: I want to get a camper. Yeah, that- camper is like Lacy Lacey dream. just
2: sat there. She was awesome. I think it was more work because it started to rain two nights. That I had to, like, get her into the truck so she wouldn't get wet. Does she, um... Does she...
0: You have to tie her up or because her primal instincts kick in or anything? We have a long lead.
2: If she sees a deer, she'll take off. After. Are you talking about
1: Allie or the dog?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dog. But she, Allie doesn't want to go camping without the, without them now. Like, that's like she liked it so much. That's cute.
0: We want to do a, a winter camping session here, but I think I need Jules to be about one one year older.
1: It's probably way nicer winter camping, by Dude, now. you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night. She's gonna be like fighting bears and winning in the woods. Oh yeah,
0: her, her, and her and Teddy are gonna. They're, they're gonna be like a WWE mixed tag team or something at some point yeah. in their life. Yeah. They're nuts, both of them. They're,
1: they're gonna come back covered like they're gonna be like in like ghillie suits, but like actual leaves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was dying the other day when Pete was talking about Teddy
1: doing prison pull, pull- ups He's... <laughs> on the bar. <laughs> he he's scary like i'm i'm concerned about him like he so he's got a knack for killing flies i don't understand what it is <laughs> i don't know if he's fast or sneaky or both but he's like our designated fly swatter in the house and like he'll be like hey he'd be like mama it's a fly and she'd be like okay you know blah blah because blah. you know you when you see a fly chances are you probably can't get it you have to wait for it to like slow down. It has to be in your house for a couple of days. And she, you know, she's like, it's a fly, blah blah blah, leave it alone, blah blah And like ten minutes later, Teddy like Teddy goes quiet. And like ten minutes later, he comes up to her with a dead fly between his fingers. And she looks he just looks up at her and goes, It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> just like stone cold. It's dead. Holding it, showing her. The
0: silent assassin. <laughs> Yeah. It's like the, the ninja music from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles play when he says like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. He's like, it's dead and just holding
1: it up to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, catch he, it between so he's, your fingers? He, yeah. He's scary. He's a very scary kid. It's awesome. <laughs> we always say he's either going to be a very successful
2: CEO or in jail. Or now, when you wake up in the middle of the night, is he standing on the side of your
1: bed? No, that hasn't happened yet. Thankfully, all right. Yet,
2: yeah.
0: Hunter's done that to us.
1: Just rocking.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. He'll he'll come. In, he's coming to my room at like three in the morning, and he'll stand there and he'll go, dad, 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 dad. And if I still don't, he'll start poking, and I'll hear it in my dream. Then he starts poking, and what 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 what, what do you want? What do you? Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> he's like the light went out, <laughs> out of my room. <laughs> sort Go to bed. All right, I got a question for you both before we go on to the uh, scheduled stuff. Are you ready? Ready, Rob? You can answer first. This is a would you rather? Oh God. God, I don't want to. Would you rather spend I'd the rather night? Not answer this question. Would you rather spend the night in a dumpster
1: or a porta potty? Easy dumpster or porta potty? Mm-hmm. Is are we talking about like a like a Dunkin' Donuts dumpster?
0: a dumpster or a porta potty you can you can i mean can i create the, the scenario a how you donuts see dumpster fit. before so <laughs> so okay let's say a dunkin donuts dumpster <laughs> what goes on in the dunkin donuts dumpster that makes you well, want to jump from there
1: perfectly i'll just have you know they throw out perfectly good donuts that just don't sell so. end of every night yes we know um dumpster hands down i don't want to sleep in piss and shit i'd rather sleep in like garbage 100%. dumpster hands down yeah it's like no brainer
2: I mean, you become a trash panda. That's awesome. That is pretty cool. B, I've seen way too many porta potties be flipped over.
0: No. You can pick up dumpster veganism, too. There you go.
2: Trash panda all the way. I remember when we
0: toured with me without you, and I learned that two of them were dumpster vegans, and that was my introduction to dumpster veganism.
1: That is so. This is weird. my introduction to dumpster veganism. What the fuck is that?
0: So dumpster vegans only eat things that have been thrown away. When it comes to meat, so discarded meat is the only meat they eat.
1: What is
2: the
0: why? Why? Because hold
2: on, let me, I'm gonna look like it at, up. That point, like at that point. I don't want to butcher. Why not just it? be a forager? Like, why not like go out and pick up mushrooms? Dumpster vegan.
1: That's weird. There's some kind of like. Well, the animal died and we don't want it to go to waste kind of thing. Uh, but Dumpster diving and dumpster veganism. Hold that's on. like active. Like that's veganism completely based on <laughs> activism, not. Health All right.
0: This is this is a post on Reddit. OK, oh, it's perfect. called dumpster diving and veganism. I've been dumpster diving for a little over a year now, and I can tell you from first experience that it's absolutely fucking disgusting how many perfectly edible slaughtered animals wind up in the garbage. Being broke didn't matter. I ate like a king every day and night. In one round, I could have two full pizzas, a bag of donuts, and all I could carry in pre-made breakfast items that survived until the designated lunchtime at whatever given establishment, because God forbid they sell a sausage McMuffin after 10.30. It's enraging the enough, the amount of available food thrown away simply because it can no longer produce a profit when there are people starving in the same city. But then you think this was a creature that was born into slavery and pumped full of hormones until it reached the most profitable flesh to bone ratio, at which point it was impersonally slaughtered, butchered and sold only to wind up in a rotting landfill. There's more, but you get the idea.
1: Sounds like some kind of twisted fan fiction.
2: (laughs) A copy pasta. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah first of all the first couple foods he named don't even necessarily have meat in them so I don't what what the fuck donuts the way it was
0: well I guess while you're in the dumpster you can you know it's kind of an anything goes but I I, I guess
2: the vegan part is that you won't eat meat I mean outside of the dumpster I get the Activision part behind behind like the farming of animals like that I like I can grasp that (laughs) Ah, the the okay, the, the landfill part. Like there is a, I don't know what the what the answer is to disposal of waste beyond that. Like, like you could say incinerate, but you run into an atmosphere problem when you start incinerating shit. It has to go somewhere. Landfills right now, as they stand, while probably not pleasant, there is. A use for everything that is decomposing in the ground that gas gets siphoned it gets cleaned and it gets sent off as a as a as a secondary energy source plants full plants are run off of that gas
0: so you're saying you're going to continue eating meat outside of a dumpster correct okay
1: that's the bottom line <laughs>
2: But, yeah. I mean, I'm I, 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 full on board. Like, if McDonald's has sausage egg muffins that aren't used, why can't you bring them down to a shelter? This is
0: the Seinfeld episode, Rob. The top of the muffin to you. Oh, my God.
1: It's not and top of the muffin. Whoever keeps bringing
0: muffin stumps and leaving them out <laughs> for the homeless to eat. What do you think? The homeless aren't good enough for the top of the muffin, too?
1: <laughs> muffin Got tops it. are. Amazing
0: everything world. in life leads back to that show. That's that's all I've that's what I've figured out. Almost 40 years just, on this planet, everything leads back to that show.
2: I was just having a conversation the other day about arrogant people who deserve every ounce of their arrogance. Mm-hmm. Typically arrogant people are like a turnoff, right? It's like yeah. I don't have time for you, right? But there are those who have elevated to a status that their arrogance is excusable. Like no, 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 you deserve to be at that level. Yes and like Jerry Seinfeld's one of them. Mhm. I feel. I mean, I've heard he's he's a huge asshole now. Like, yeah, I'm sure he is, but at what point are you like I uh, I mean, he doesn't care. Yeah, it, you you kind of get a pass your Jerry Seinfeld.
0: He's making more off syndication than he did off of doing the show.
2: Which was like <laughs> Good for you, dude.
0: Yeah. I never. I ne- the summer I started watching it, I must have been like what 29? 20, I just all of a sudden was like, I'm going to watch Seinfeld, and then I was laughing because I thought it was the funniest show in the world. And Rob was like, Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I've been watching this for years, bud. But yeah, right. let's let's go through every joke. Let's do this. But
1: like, that, I still st- yeah, I can't stand some, like Jerry Seinfeld now, though. Like, I don't like whether or not he's earned his arrogance, like. It's so off-putting to me, and he's got such a fucking punchable face that I I just can't with him. <laughs>
0: he's also not the reason the show's successful. He's the worst actor on the show.
1: Yeah. He is. Like, but- if he was involved in the writing, which he was, obviously, and the idea right. and all that kind of stuff, perfect. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, I know, I don't know if it's taboo anymore. But, like, if you look at, like, um, I, I don't remember which one of Louis C.K.'s shows it was, but, like, he was, I'm assuming, a writer because a lot of them were based on his jokes. And his acting was also really good in the show. Like, believable. Louis? Yeah. I think it was Louis. I like that show. Yeah. I don't know. You can have both. And it annoys me a little bit that he's so arrogant and didn't have both. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: But that that's why I like Curb. Because Curb is basically
1: Seinfeld without Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I Curb never got f- too into it, but I watched a couple episodes. And you I'm have HBO playing. Max now, bud. Is it? It's on there. Uh huh. It's an HBO show. That right? is probably one of the best streaming services. Ba, yeah, I just signed ba, up for. Ba, ba, da, 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 my Amex was doing da, a deal. Sign up for a year and get thirty dollars steaming credit. I, I mean, was, it shows, pretty shows pretty you. Worth it, dude.
0: Curb proves to me that it shows you who was actually doing the writing and the joke. I'm sure Jerry did the, some of the writing, came up with plenty of ideas. His name was on the show, blah blah blah, but he's definitely not the reason that that show did so well.
1: Yeah.
2: No, the writing is the reason it did so well, because it was literally about nothing. But then
0: the execution of the writing by Michael Richards, uh, Julie sure. Louise, Louise Dreyfus, and uh, what's George's real name? I'll never remember. Jason Alexander. Um, Jason Cassandra. But to
2: financially, to set it to set it up the way he did? I mean... Oh, yeah,
0: he he had the perfect contract for that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even the side well, characters... That was his lo- I mean, sure, his lawyers, but...
0: But even the side characters in Seinfeld, you know, the soup Nazi, the... The Dream Cafe guy, the all of these side characters are iconic because Larry David went and handpicked them. The 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 Bear. the ribbon guys. Bear. Who won't wear
2: the ribbon? I don't know. There's just some people who have elevated like to that status.
0: Because you look at you opinion. look at, and it's probably because his name is on the show. You look at a show like Cheers. Ted Danson is not in the same scenario as. Jerry Seinfeld, but he was the star of of Cheers, right? um So I think Jerry got very lucky. That's that's my point. Is that I don't think it was him. I think he just was in the right place, right time, right scenario. Yeah, that's my two cents. Because his stand up is not that great. He's not a great comedian. No, he's good. He's not great.
1: You know, no, you know, you know what I've been listening to recently, <laughs> and I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on this person um but early 2000s dane cook <laughs> oh, that's I've been nostalgic listening. really i've been listening i li- well i listened to two of two of his albums the one that like got got him really famous and then um the one i think was his the vicious circle or whatever at madison square yeah Garden. i remember i remember that the yeah. one that got
0: him famous was the one with justice files
2: on it right justice i love justice files. and i love files that was basically his short stint at and then he acted to the
1: briefly top
2: Yeah, I did a couple
0: movies. I've been I've been watching um, uh, Daniel Tosh and Jim Gaffigan a lot lately. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Tosh's Tosh's stand up is pretty good. Tosh's stand up is great. It's better than his show, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, And then Jim Gaffigan is like, if you have a family, Jim Gaffigan is uh, Jim Gaffigan is the best comedian on the planet. If you have a family, I have
2: not seen any of his new stuff. He just. He consistently does that like all, like voice, the crowd all voice. the time. And it's like the same. He doesn't do it it's as like, much, honestly. Really? He stopped. OK, so he didn't I haven't stop. seen him do stuff. So it kind of got like it's not old. his whole
0: act anymore. OK.
2: All right. He'll do it
0: occasionally. Watch. Uh, there was it's one. Like a- there was one he did. Uh, it's on Prime. Um, he did a live show in Canada and he did it all about Canada and he was like oh you know we stopped over in Regina and someone was like actually it's pronounced Regina and he goes mm, no it isn't and I'm not going to say that <laughs> okay
2: This so is before it was always about I really like food why do I like donuts so much he,
0: he, still, <laughs> okay. he still makes fun of his that's weight
2: that's what he would do all the time <laughs>
1: The fibre. And then once you hear like once you realize though. there's a pattern, that's all you can hear at that point. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Exactly. You're like waiting for him to do that thing again. That's all you're doing. Yep. You're not even listening to what he's saying. Yep. <laughs> and so I, I just I kind of tuned him I out if that, in out little that a thing with like cl- a thing with like clean comedians? Like of remember that too of where he would of like that too. Yes. Where he would like a exactly. into like those the same, like little like of a little bit just yelling. Yeah. I think
0: I think it's because they want to set themselves slightly apart from every other clean comedian, because it's hard if you're not yeah. trying to curse them, which Jim Gaffigan is not exactly clean, clean, but. Um, hey, give even, him like, another cursing? try, Mike. That's my point.
2: All right. Like I said, it's, it's his new stuff I haven't kept up with. So I mean, he's Maybe probably he's- if
0: that's the last album you listen to, which is the one with Fry bread, which is one of it's a it sounds more like a command, a call to action.
2: Fry bread. <laughs> I don't, I forget what the last, what his last,
0: if it's that was. one where you're talking about food, it's his special from like probably 10 years ago.
2: I mean, it, it was everything he did was about food almost. His
0: TikTok's hilarious too because he shows his kids like his old Comedy Central specials and stuff, and his kids just freaking make fun of him and rip him apart. And he's like, Dad, you look like one of those thumb people from Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what do you mean he's like does i don't know your neck just kind of goes into your head and he's like that look that, that's awesome he's like, that's what a human neck looks like what are you talking about <laughs> anyway um let's talk about uh uh stuff so how many months ago now rob two three what when did we start playing final fantasy you started a few weeks before me
1: uh yeah i started
0: june probably june June sounds right
1: for me it was late may i think
0: all right so rob was getting sick of uh, uh world of warcraft and he wanted you know he, he always gets to that point where he wants a new adventure mm-hmm. he does the usual i'm gonna try swotor and says and eh, this is not for me and then puts it down again
1: yep i try to i, I go to try swotor and then it doesn't load ESO i have to edit the config files to get it to work yeah it's a whole thing
0: and then eso the but then he complains spirit. about the combat the whole time and then right. I mentioned Lord of the Rings. He goes, eh, I would do it. But he doesn't like the way cooldowns work in the game.
1: OK, this time he decided well, the game to feels give- like it was made in 1880.
0: So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> using steam engines,
1: um, <laughs> they literally steam powered. <laughs> uh, so
0: he decided to give Final Fantasy a whirl. I, of course, of course, sat back because we have a chat, just the three of us just for video games. And I sat back and acted like the two old men in um, The Muppets watching him play <laughs> Final Fantasy. But then then something happened, and he started to enjoy it.
2: Yeah, that it was, no one expected. It was yeah, weird. so go ahead, Rob. You have the floor here. I don't want the floor. I hate having the floor. Rob, um, I, I genuinely thought so. you were going to dump it like you did. Like Typically, what you do is when you... St- all right, I'm going to give this game a fair shot, uh-huh. and like three days later, something else releases. You're like, ah, that's got my attention, and you drop it.
1: Well, that, I, I think that almost happened that the, happen here. The new Poe League, remember? And then you just, yes, I think you called me a FOMO son of a bitch or something. Yeah, <laughs> which is very true. That's that's me in a nutshell. Um, so <sighs> let's be honest. I'm probably going to dump it at some point. So I'm still going to dump it, but. Um, it was much better than i thought and it really you know it's the stereotype with final fantasy of you have to get through this this and this before it starts to get good which is like well that's a stupid design because you're not going to retain new players if they have to slog through this bullshit to get to the quote good stuff um so you know i i got over the early game aesthetics and stuff like that i tried to like hang out in cities a little bit, you know, kind of like get like immersed. I really did like the music. So, it didn't take very long before I just started skipping every single dialogue and cutscene though because it's a lot. It's 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 a fucking lot. Like there are it's like a sometimes there's like a like a cutscene and then the quest hand-in happens after the cutscene's over. The cutscene's like 3 minutes. Which is a lot, you know, if you're not that into the story, a three minute cutscene might as well be an hour um and then like you get credit for like that quest step because you watched the cutscene and then you have to hand in the quest mm. and the quest hand in is right next to where the cutscene person was and then it loads another cutscene and it's like, yeah. good Lord, just put some of this stuff in quest dialogues because I to for me, I am not huge on story. You guys know this, and for mm. me, it's as an as kind of an older school MMO player, it is jarring and takes me out of immersion to constantly be brought into like this dialogue cutscene type thing. So while I try to appreciate the story of it when that happens, it, it's jarring to me every single time. And when they're kind of stacked up like that, I just want to skip through everything and log off. <laughs> so. I
0: I agree with you which is rare in these occasions, but I agree with you from a different standpoint of it's one thing to give me quest text in wow, because I can just click accept and walk on my merry way. I keep having to hit the damn button because I keep having to read these novels that these people are talking about. And then the randomly they'll start talking and I'm like, okay, good. Now I don't have to read. And then randomly they go right back to not talking anymore. That bothers me, and it drives me nuts. If you're going to be fully voice acted, be fully voice acted. That's what SWTOR and ESO do
2: excellently. Well, the reason 2.0 is not fully voice acted is um, budget. They did not have the budget when they decided to destroy 1.0 and rebuild the entire game from the ground up. It wasn't in the budget to have it voice acted the way it was. Now, in my mind, that would mean, okay. well, why don't we cut the story down? Then, right, but they didn't. Um, And the storytelling in 2.0 all the way up to 3.0, the storytelling is drawn out. It doesn't feel it it just feels very disjointed. Um, Two or 3.0, which is Heaven's Word expansion forward. They really start to dial in the story. And the way it's told becomes a lot easier to swallow. Yeah it, have have you have you seen that since you come since you went right through?
1: So for me, it they still have the silent cutscenes, which yes, like to Kevin's point, the the voice act cutscenes you can tell after a while they're the more um powerful or more important ones. They obviously chose those ones for a reason. Um, so like for example, when I was going through a Realm Reborn, whenever there was a voiced a voice voiced? Oh my god, what am I? Like, was old English. Whenever there was a voiced cutscene, um whenever there was a voiced cutscene, I wouldn't skip that one because I knew that they thought it was important enough to put budget towards voicing it. Um same thing in Heaven's Ward. I, I I it's still jarring to go back and forth between voiced and not voiced, um voiced and silent and to me i think it would be huge if they just took the non-voiced ones out and made it quest quest text leave it up to the player whether or not they want to care about the story it feels like they're trying to force the story on you when they do those cutscenes and i think it's a turnoff for a lot of players and it, and it is for me um because truth be told the reason why i'm not really playing it that much anymore is because i i've become the kind of gamer where I like to listen to music or I like to watch videos on the game that I'm playing or, you know, just about anything random and final fantasy does not give me the opportunity to do that because I'm constantly having to have this hyper focus on all of these cutscenes that are back to back to back to back. But then, okay. But then like the game is made assuming that you're putting, reading all this stuff that's put in front of you. Mm -hmm. And, the 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 quests themselves are like kill four of these or collect or go to the spot and wait for an ambush, which is fine. I kinda like that the quests are short, but like they're completely without meaning
2: if you, if you have story. no
1: context. Even with context, a lot of them feel like they're without meaning, but that's normal for any MMO, so that's I'm not like tr- a Final Fantasy issue.
0: I'm trying to find find uh follow the story. But um it it's not engaging with me the more i go outside and learn about the story i get bits and pieces that can keep me interested like last week i mentioned to mike how rob the calamity that they talk about is actually shutting down the old game did you know that
1: i didn't know i didn't know that
0: so the calamity they constantly talk about in the story is them shutting down 1.0 okay and
1: I mean, that's why they the- made it yeah, th- this is what happened to the world canon. Yeah.
0: and yeah which is awesome i think that's great storytelling but you don't give a sh- i don't want to say you don't give a shit about the story but you care less about the story than most people it's it's more of a background device for your character to go on an adventure than the thing that you're playing the game for and i right. get that for me there's too much reading that's that's what it boils down to there's too much and i you say you can skip it, Mike, but you constantly have to click. There's no button that you can hit that says skip.
1: That's why it should be quest text. You know, you I have also the option
0: and this is not Final Fantasy's fault. But whenever I go into a duty and there's story, like I did the Ifrit one the other day, I get a panic attack that the other players are going to get mad at me for sitting there and watching it.
1: No, no. that does not happen. In Final I know, Fantasy. but
0: I'm just saying that's how bad because thi- even that's, in SWOTOR you've been conditioned. Yeah. In SWOTOR, you do that. You go in a dungeon and if you do not hit space bar. And Rob, you know this. They just go hit spacebar, please. Hit spacebar, please. Hit spacebar, please. They and do, then if you don't, they get mad tours, at you.
1: The cutscenes, and especially in those early dungeons, are really long. Like, really yes. long.
0: Yeah, because they wanted the dialogue to play into your RP for your character. And then they realized.
1: That Final Fantasy really does that, that, that at the end of A Realm Reborn, but they force everybody to watch the cutscenes. Nobody's allowed to skip it. Yeah. So you get to experience. And that's
2: specifically because it's so important to the story.
1: Yeah. And it is honestly it's a little bit of a drag that i think that that's kind of notorious for being a drag though the um it is and that's the but praetorian, that's why whatever it's called
2: that what's yeah that but that's why no one so there's a roulette specifically for the praetorian and right um, cash, and it gives and, extra
1: rewards though right like it I, gives
2: c- crazy yeah crazy dumps of xp which is great but, design great system design i love that but you are investing an easy half hour to 45 minutes yeah if you if you breeze through it which most groups do but it's fast now like Like, you run through and you're rewarded for your time especially if you make you keep up on your food buffs but that's a lot of time you're getting a lot of xp so you have to wait is it worth it or not most people will just run their leveling roulettes their 50
1: 60 70 roulettes and their um expert generally speaking the biggest thing with final fantasy is They are doing their best to keep the game like pure to how they what their original vision was, but trying to make it easier to get through. But like, they're I think that they're either at or approaching some kind of breaking point where they need to re they need to overhaul like that A Realm Reborn
2: situation. They did just over technically overall they cut out there was a lot more like when i played through there was a lot more bullshit tedious quests the first that you had to do the first no
0: not the first the second time i tried to play this was before the third the the last time mike when i bought the expansion the second time i tried to play this was uh-huh. i was still on twitch i think um the second time i tried to play there was no msq like fast walk you through it guide it was just okay. like WoW where they just dropped you or old WoW I should say where they just dropped you in and you're like start picking up quests and, and leveling you know that's how you're going to get right. through this and that was so annoying because I was in Limsa too and I was. I think I got to level 14 I was like no nope, fuck this I'm done I'm not doing this this game sucks at least with the MSQ now I am breezing through these areas I'm getting to see more of of the three main areas for I'm assuming AAR is just those three areas right Yes. So I'm getting to see more of the three areas. So I've never seen Older before, I'd never seen Gridania before. And all I'd ever seen was Limsa. And I as I've stated many times, I fucking hate Limza. Limsa, Limsa where the
1: fuck am I, sir? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So <laughs> at least with the new way they do MSQ, it is it is much, much faster than what was previously previously experienced. The down, definitely the downside is I'm level 34 or something. And I'm still so doing level 20 I think
2: Yeah, There's a couple things that kind of aggravate that that whole circumstance. First of all, early again, mm-hmm. early on before they revamped cuz they did revamp 1 uh, 2.0. Um and I still I agree with you Rob, I think it still needs work. It still needs to be condensed. I think there's a lot of just useless shit that I think needs to be pulled and it needs to be streamlined. Um and I think WoW did a really good job with that first 10 to 12 levels that you get from their learning area. Granted, they're not trying to tell a story right. like Final Fantasy is. And, uh, you know, the... Uh, what 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 the fuck is that introduction place called in... Uh, I don't remember, but I know... Whatever the hell the yeah. intro place is called. You know, that you can't compare that to a full expansion, 2.x up to 3.0. So... But there's a couple of things aggravating the issue you guys both had. And one is that they uh, they increase the XP you gain from these quests because early on you would actually have to do side quests to level up in order to do the MSQ. You'd have to run dungeons to do you would fall behind
1: on your player level. And, And about that, for me, I'm glad like I wouldn't be able to play Final Fantasy doing side quests. I no. can't function if my main quest, that's my main story is constantly dri- like being drip fed to me. Right. Once and that's how it felt. a day or something like that. I have to do like a main stories quest and then like 20 side quests. And then I get the next chunk of story. Like I, I yeah. can't function that way. And the only reason why I was even, even able to get to where I am now in the game is because I was able to just do the main, the MSQ. And,
2: and that's, that's honestly, it's exactly as much of a slog and I still think 2.x is a slog it was even worse because you had to do so much extra shit just to continue through so it made it that much longer yeah but because we we play on a preferred server which is an XP boost in and of itself um you get your fc or your guild XP boost you get your food XP boost you get your gear XP boost you're you're running off of like five or six XP increases and that's not including your armory XP if you have a character already leveled up so that's another XP boost so you f- are fastly out leveling yeah the, the content like you're blazing bro
1: but that and that but that leads to the next issue for me the the toughest times that I've had in that game playing it are loving the experience boosts, loving being ahead of the curve on my level. When you finish the expansion and you're in the .x content, your experience yes. literally goes from like 300k per quest to like 6k per quest to the point where you're not advancing your character at all through like 40 to 50 quests, which takes a really long time. Like it takes weeks of playing a lot. You're not advancing your character at all. All you're doing is advancing the story, and to me, that's a design flaw. Where you need to make it, you need to make a decision. You either need to let people like figure out a way to let people still feel like they're progressing their characters through this x content, or you need to cut out the story and figure out another way to tell it. Because that feels forced to me, and it feels like a band-aid.
2: It's yeah, it's a it's an old system that's not that hasn't been dealt with right i think i i agree with you because that why you're not you don't feel like you're being rewarded especially if you're not into the story then 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 you're super feeling like you're not being rewarded oh yeah
1: like and it's yeah again why in the realm why am i doing this in the realm reborn i was only doing those quests because i knew heaven's word was next i got nothing out of those quests they were boring i didn't like the story i was just skipping everything i was just trying to get through it and that's Mm -hmm. you know I, that's an extreme example because me because i don't really care about story that much but like and but again like this is another example and this is what we we're talking about a little bit like, yesterday kevin it's like these mmos that came out a long time ago they can't live forever on what was built originally they need mm-hmm. graphics updates they need you can't just keep band-aiding things to try to drag people through all this old stuff you like you know blizzard has a lot of problems i'm going to get into that right now but like they know the right times where it's like all right enough's enough let's let's for this old crap let's just give people choices on what they want to do and they they adjust over time and they do you know pretty you know pretty extensive graphics overhauls and stuff like that um it's a little bit different with final fantasy though because they're telling a story like that has a start and a finish whereas like wow is a little bit more like here's a story for this expansion okay that story's done Here's the story for this expansion. That story. OK, that story's right. done. In you're, well,
0: you're, WoW, you're the hero of Azeroth and you're just waiting for the next thing to happen to Azeroth. Well, I mean, you're, you're just, the
1: hero in Final Fantasy, too, which is another point. Everybody's always talking about how, like, they hate being the hero in... in, But you're the warrior of light in and you're famous in Final Fantasy as well. So there, there there's that. But, like, the point that I'm making is, like, it's harder for Final Fantasy to do that because it's all one kind of... It's the same characters in every expansion, at least to date. Like I've only done through Heaven's Ward. Well, the
0: next the
2: next expansion is starting everything over, right, Mike? Or a new,
0: a yeah, completely the next new expansion story.
2: is uh, so six itself is going to be the absolute end of this story arc from two all the way up, and six point one is a brand new storyline, totally new.
1: <laughs> like I'll say this, Kev. Like Heaven's Ward, I know that you're a story guy. The way the story is told is sit fairly similar, unfortunately. Like, you're still gonna have silent cutscenes, you're still gonna have voice cutscenes, there are a ton of cutscenes. Um, but the story itself is better. There were literally points where, like, I almost teared up a little bit. Um, That's what I've heard. Cause it was so good. But, like, again for me like it's 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 just the way i play games is different than it used to be i don't just sit there on a single monitor with like that's all i'm doing like i just never do that anymore and final fantasy doesn't really give me the opportunity to do other things like what i like to do really i
2: mean I, dude i can't maybe it's because i'm at end game though i constantly i have netflix up on one i'll have my chat with you guys up on another my my
1: other software going like I constantly have a bunch of stuff going on yeah it's tough when you're going through the story stuff for the first time yeah I mean uh uh, with wow I mean now I didn't
2: play but it like up to uh, through everything like you guys did right expansion by expansion expansion but it seems like a lot of the time the story is very similar where bad man comes Mm -hmm. big army we need to stop yep story sucks.
0: Yeah, Burning Legion, um and then
2: this is Shadowlands, this the undead, I mean
0: and then it, Deathwing and the Elemental. It's elementals. Like the same
2: thing over over and over. What was Pandaria? The Sha? What was Garrosh?
0: Garrosh. and the yeah, the the, the Nightlords. Yes, yeah, Shard. What did you think
2: about the combat though as you
0: progressed? Combat in Final Fantasy is fantastic. It's some of the best MMO it. content uh, combat I've I've played.
1: Um I don't I I I I think combat is second to wow, I think wow's combat is much more fluid. I don't think anyone's ever going to beat wow, in my opinion. That's I what don't I'm think at. so either. Uh, nobody has yet. Um I, is, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. There, yeah, it's I, just I. I find myself after playing Final Fantasy for a few days, just wanting to log on to wow because I feel like I'm breaking out of a box and I and I I'm free again. It feels like the, the combat in Final Fantasy is very slow. Very, but the thing is. The rotations are much more complex. That's the thing. I'd be interested to
2: see how, if your opinion still holds true, if you're doing endgame content. It wouldn't. And trying to maintain your rotations well
1: here but that's different to me like the feel of combat is different than the complexity and i can absolutely appreciate the complexity like on my my, on my red mage i have pretty much all of my skills like anything i get at this point is more of an upgrade to an existing skill that may might throw one additional decision in there but yes i've already been in spots where i have to try to maintain my my my, G, my gcds with my off gcds while avoiding all this different stuff and doing this mechanic like i would i would say that the i would say that the boss fights are more interesting in final fantasy than wow for sure yeah i agree That with doesn't that. mean the combat is better or more fluid but it the the rotations are harder to learn so i feel like there's probably a higher skill ceiling or lower skills whatever it is you know it's it's there's more opportunity to be better at what you do because they're so right. complex. I love both. There's a reason why I, I
2: still write every day, log into WoW. I like both for a different reason. What I get from 14, I don't get from WoW. And what I get from WoW, I don't get from 14. Yeah, I agree with that. Like there's there's a great fantasy to the way wow is handled with their characters everything down to like your your three different talents the uh, talent trees right which is kind of a is kind of great and a weakness because they just can't seem to balance for shit i don't know what it is but they just can't seem to fucking who, get, who, get it balanced Blizzard,
1: yes yeah because they have too much stuff going on now There's and a lot going everybody's on. told them that before um shadowlands came out they're like You're implementing too many systems with too many different abilities you're not going to be able to balance this and systems is
2: a huge 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 problem for me
1: and it's huge like not in comparison anything else
2: just if i want to play world of warcraft these systems fucking suck yep like it it hurt i have three or four characters now uh, at 60 i get them to 60 and i'm like i don't want to do this again yep Basically, I'm leveling characters because I enjoy leveling process, and
1: for fucking seasonal events to farm. Yep, and like the the story and the zones are uninteresting. You know the it Blizzard has a problem, and I think it's on the back end fed by the money machine or the money making machine. Sure. But they are way, way too focused on patch to patch content right now. Like if you go back and you play Classic or Burning Crusade, which is what I'm doing now and I'm really enjoying it, is you, you, everything takes so much longer to get. And it feels, but that makes it feel so good to get it. That one Mm -hmm. item that you're really trying to get that's not dropping for you, but you know. You're getting reputation from dungeons for doing it, which gives you other rewards. So like, even if your thing doesn't drop, you still feel like it was worth doing that dungeon because you're getting like rewarded in some way. You're getting some badges that you can you know, spend at a vendor. Like that's all stuff that used to be in WoW that they took out of the game, but like you get, you get that item. So it feels great to get that item. If you don't get it, it still feels great because you got something for your efforts, even though it wasn't the thing you were looking for and you try again the next day. And not right. only that, that item, will last you for maybe even through the next raid tier. Like that raid gear might not be better than that thing that you get from some heroic dungeon. So it's worth going for because you Mm. know that you're not constantly going to be replacing all of your current gear from this patch cycle with new gear in the next patch cycle. You don't always have, like for me, I always have that in the back of my mind. It's like, why am I going to work for this thing when I could just basically not play the game, use catch-up mechanics when the next patch comes out and have an easier time? Right, you know what I mean. Now, for you, now the other thing
2: is this whole borrowed power concept. Do you did you guys like that? Going from expand like expansion to expansion, you play towards X borrowed power to obtain it, and then just lose it come next expansion.
1: I don't care as much about that as like other people do, but I do think that the game needs bar borrow- some kind of maybe a single system in an expansion. And then what Blizzard 10 used to try to do is they take that system, they try to incorporate it in an efficient way going forward even if it's not exactly the same. Artifact, Weapons, and Legion were a good example of that. That was one single system that wasn't extremely complex that worked, I think, pretty well for that expansion. I'm okay with stuff like that, and I'm okay with some level of borrow power because the other option that you have there... Like either you do some kind of borrowed power system or you just keep giving more abilities and more talents and more abilities and more talents. And then you run into that balancing issue. And then you run into balancing issues. Everything gets so like complex on that side of the house. So borrowed power kind of gets you away from having to continue to build this complex skills and, and, and talents and all that kind of stuff. So from that design perspective, I'm cool with it. But there's a limit. Like you don't you don't need four systems you don't need the the covenant ability with the covenant leveling with the you know whatever the 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 things that you the soul binds like you don't need all of that you need like maybe one thing like an artifact weapon that you can work work towards over the course of an expansion sure if you take it away at the end that's fine but like they're just completely out of hand with this stuff now. But see,
2: now that to me, that's the way to do it. So you you introduce these covenants, which I like I had like real trepidation about in the beginning. And I'm not even like a super long term wow player. I had trepidations with that. But what if you did that? They So they bring in the covenants. They say, OK, here's your player's choice. Right. We we want to make sure that it this is impactful, which is what they did. Right. So you have ABC. You you get your ability And just the same way that they did it. But then what if they did exactly what you said? What if they introduced like 14 has what's called a relic weapon and every expansion has a relic weapon grind and it is a grind and it is fed throughout the expansion. So you're playing the story, right? You're also working towards your relic weapon on the side. You have your covenants ability. And then at the end of the expansion, after, you, you know, you've played with your covenant ability, you get to keep all that cosmetic shit right and you've also finished your you finished your relic in this case and your reward for that particular power increase is you keep it as a cosmetic and then you move forward to the next one
1: because
2: mm-hmm. at the end of the day is it not looking cool the the goal
1: <laughs> it is it is i mean that's what they did with legion like legion you got to keep your artifact weapon appearances that you unlocked and that legion.
2: system makes sense to me but that's the system that i have in 14 and it makes sense it works and they don't have to worry about power creep or balance and all this other shit. I mean there is power creep they're scaling everything back but as time goes on it's going to happen it's inevitable. Yeah, he's like cool. balancing these borrowed power systems you it, I mean it's basically taking 2 years of you playing and it's making you ask the question why? Because I'm just going to lose it. And if it's the same thing over and over and over again, why am I playing?
1: Right. And that's what a lot of people are asking themselves now. It's a fair question. Yeah. And I, you know, I agree with you. I uh I I I enjoy the leveling in Retail WoW. I think you said that too. Mm-hmm. And I and I find that once I hit 60, I'm a little bit motivated and I'm going and then after like 2 weeks I'm like ugh. It's like dude it just feels like it's not worth in. it.
2: Yeah. I'll log in, I'll be like, "Man, you know what?" My warlock is like I I need to work on it. I'll log in and I'll be like, fuck. I have to go
1: to the mall. Never mind. Log <laughs> out. Exactly. I know exactly what you mean. I agree. I, with just, you. I, I, I hate that place. I hate that place. Yeah. And it's especially jarring when you unlock the Corthia stuff and you can mount yeah. in the mall, but then you play an alt and you can't mount in the mall anymore. <laughs> yep. That's and that's exactly what happened to me. I went in
2: with my pally I'm like, oh, my God, I can mountain here now. This is great. No more jailer's eye. This is great. They, they built a whole system, a whole not a system. They built a system and an area, an entire area where they say, listen, in order to progress, you have to go here. You have to do shit. But then on top of that, we are going to be proactively discouraging you from being in here just so that you could spend the same currency on items and powers that delay the inevitable of you getting kicked out to slow your progression on the other end of the shit that you're working towards. Yep. That is infuriating. Yep. Why? And they fixed it. They took the jailer's eye out, but now I have to farm, I have to fa- I have to go through all that shit with another character. And every other character I have at 60, I have to do the same thing. That's annoying.
1: Yep. You're right. It is it's stupid.
2: I mean, there is something to be said because WoW has such amazing character races. There's so many that I, that I enjoy and I want to play and they all have different stories and they all have just. There's so many great things to be said about having the different races and wanting to play Those races. So. The 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 14 system of having everything on one character, I enjoy the wow system of being able to create so many different types of characters. I enjoy. But for fuck's sake, there's a middle ground. There's a middle ground. A lot more shit needs to be account wide. Agreed. It's discouraging. It really is like it's discouraging. I wish I only cared about one one character if I cared about one. Like player race in this game. I think I'd be all right, but I just don't. There's way too much way too much cool shit to be had and to experience
1: in a bad place and then they need to overhaul their whole design philosophy at this point point.
2: and i think that i don't think they will i don't think they will when you have devs attacking the players for the way that they chose to do which is scary because that tells you everyone who's like an apologist and says well it's activision well this tells you it's not
1: right i guess we'll see i mean they're hiring new people but you know i i I feel like the game direction is not great and it hasn't been for a long time and it's kind of culminating now and then the blizzard lawsuit thing obviously it just blew everything out completely. Um I'm not playing retail. Um I am playing TBC Classic and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um because it's just it takes their old design goals into you know they were pieces of shit, yes, and you know there's no denying that. But well, right. That <laughs> aside, um, that aside, you know, their design goals were based around fun back then, and it, it shows. And I, it's hard to put my finger on exactly what it is, but I, you know, the, the the core thing is that I know that the work that I'm putting in is going to be rewarded and not feel like a waste of time. And retail but- is not the same. Right. You know, I might fuck around and level a character in TBC.
2: If for nothing else, that if they do decide to release. Wrath, I'll be there for that. Cool. You should definitely. Let me ask you this before you uh, I I know you have to skate, but before you do, will you continue 14 and play and walkers or are you pretty much done?
1: I'm not done. Um, I'm definitely taking a break right now smart i was afraid that you were going to power through
2: and get burnt out and not want to ever touch it again i would way rather you take breaks because the game respects your time in that sense you could take off time off and come back and you could catch up relatively quickly
1: yeah i'm burnt out right now but i'm not burnt out permanently um i I started to play stormblood and i started and i realized that i just didn't care about the story at the beginning that much and I felt like it was just because I felt like it was just so many cutscenes and stuff like that. So when I when yeah. I when I felt like that, I was like, let me just step away for a little bit, and then that's Break when off. I took up classic um a little bit. Um, that's the way to do it. That's one hundred percent. The only thing do I don't it. know about Endwalker is if I'm going to be able to get through all the Stormblood and Shadowbringers content before then, because I I, I have to, right? You can't do Endwalker until you get through that stuff. Correct. Yeah. So.
2: I wonder if that'll change when they release Endwalker, since it's a new story, if they'll give you the option. Maybe. That's a good question. That'd be pretty... I mean, that's a way to fix it. You want to play through... Hey, when you log in, would you like to play this story or this story? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool.
1: The other thing that I'd like to see WoW embrace from Final Fantasy is the usage of old content. Um, Time walking is not enough, in my opinion, for all the stuff that... Blizzard has made in the past, yeah. It's once a month for a week, and really all it is is do your five, and then you're done because you get your piece of raid gear. Dude, I, like, I was so bummed. Yeah, I like the system that Final Fantasy has, where you're rewarded for going back and doing things that help players that are wanting to do those things. Like time old- walking
2: should 100 be converted into a leveling experience, right? exactly 100 percent. exactly
1: so that's that's the other thing that final fantasy does really really well that i'd like to see wow do but first and foremost they have to get like i said they have to get out of that patch to patch thing that they're in right now where you know that everything you're doing in this patch is going to be invalidated the second the next patch comes out yeah so I, i
2: it's a shame because i mean shadowlands aesthetically is very cool though the gear and everything like that die nine point from what everything I'm hearing all like the big people talking about, it sounds like 9.2 is going to be it. And, and speculation of 9.3 not existing sounds more realistic in the sense that they can then pump out 10.0 on time, which sucks because that's an entire expansion. Waste it. Yep. That sucks for the consumer. All right, Rob. Get out of here. I know you need
0: to leave. All right. I'm going to take my kids to the pool. You take your kids to the pool. Mike and I are going to stick around and talk about one more thing before we get out of here. But, Rob, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. I'll
1: talk to you soon. Later, Um, bud. Should I just stop the recording? Yeah, I'll
0: tell you what to do with it after.
1: Okay. Thanks. Later, guys. Later. Later.
0: (laughs) All right. Good to see Rob, as always. But before we get out of here, Mike... Rewatch season one of of castlevania if you'd like to go along with us we're gonna watch all four seasons uh we'll do them one each week hopefully since yeah since it's canceled now i skated in and and uh barely finished i think it was yesterday no i finished it on friday while i was eating some sushi for dinner um i looked up this one thing i want to pull it up uh season one okay so If you've not watched Castlevania on Netflix, it is an anime, which is very uncharacteristic of me. But it's the first one I ever watched, and it's really, really good. The thing that I love about it is it is loosely based on Castlevania 3. What's the name of Castlevania 3? Castlevania 3 is Dracula's Curse. So it's loosely based on Dracula's Curse. Um, And uh, there's lots of cool Easter eggs and whatnot. Uh, that throwback to the game and to vampires and the Dracula legends in general. One thing that I always thought about Castlevania was I thought it took place in a fictional universe. I come to find out. I did a little research. It is actually supposed to be Romania in the late 1400s. Uh, these are places, Wallachia and whatnot. Wallachia? That really exist in Romania. Oh. Uh, uh, these are places that really exist in Romania. So uh, it's pretty cool to see. Uh, and uh, compare, but first four episodes of season one, uh, we go through Dracula's Beauty and the Beast story, where he marries the human woman, she tells him to travel, and then she gets burned alive by the church.
2: Become a man.
0: Very apropos. Uh, and then he goes crazy and decides to summon an army. It takes one year, I believe, to summon an army of yeah. the darkest creatures of hell and whatnot.
2: Yep, 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 yep.
0: Um, and then, uh, you know, Alucard, his son, tries to... St- now, Alucard... So this is where I'm confused. Alucard's mom is the human, or Alucard's mom is someone else.
2: I uh, uh, I assume his mom was the human. Thus, or or she wasn't, but he gained empathy for the humans through his dad's wife.
0: As essentially stepmom.
2: I, yes, it that it has to be something along those ways. I think he might have learned. Like, like love through her. But unless he just ages super quick, because when she died, she was not that old.
0: No, they looked like not much time had passed, And he had said he was traveling on foot. He wasn't flying everywhere. He was traveling like a human.
2: And it was a human aging. She, you know, her she wasn't transformed or anything. So, you know, it didn't seem like that much time passed, at least not enough time for her to have a kid and be as old as Alucard is. So I think. I don't think now that I'm saying this or thinking it through, I don't think Alucard is her son. She's Dracula's son, but he learned from his mom, I guess. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to get flamed for this, but. Oh, sure. I'm sure. Now, uh, one of the best things about the
0: show is it does follow the video game um, idea that as uh, Trevor is exploring, he runs into various monsters and whatnot (laughs) that he has to kill, a.k.a. boss fights. Uh the Cyclops being the first one, which is a fun fun fight. Um and then I don't know what that second beast is called. Uh the one that eats the bishop. Oh. The one that's like, We're an army. army. Yes. I don't know what that thing's called, but that thing's pretty bad. With the glowing teeth. It looks like yeah, I don't I don't know what the name of it is. It looks like some sort of hellhound though. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Um one, one other thing about this show, too, is they don't hold back. It's very gory. Um, it's super gory. true to what Castlevania should be, in my opinion. Um, and if you are easily offended and religious, you will probably get your feathers
2: ruffled. Uh, cerebus, I think, is the name of that. Is it a cerebus? Um, I think. That's usually a three-headed thing. I know. C e r b e r u s unofficial name of a hellhound appears as a mini boss midway through the first level ruins of the castle Dracula. Hound. Could be wrong. I'm just going to do a quick Google search.
0: Hellhound Castlevania wiki. So the hellhounds are the dogs.
2: Which it seemed like
0: it was. It's called blue fangs. Okay, I'm way off. Yeah, it's called blue. It's literally called blue fangs. Real, blue, Fla- blue fangs is a minor antagonist in the netflix original series that yeah, was created specific, uh slain by trevor and uh how do you say her name see C- Sifa. the speaker
2: uh i forget i i literally just rewatched it with you and i forget how he pronounces her name he just he goes in on that bishop though hard yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to Back to what you were saying. He's yeah, like, this is, this is an empty box. And I was like, oof, oof, that's rough. If you're if you are easily offended.
0: Yeah. If you're if you're religious and easily offended, the show will offend you. Uh, if you can handle other opinions, ideas and keeping in mind that this is a cartoon and fake, then you should be fine. <laughs> but I figured I'd warn that people. There's bad
2: people in all walks of life.
0: Amazing. Uh, the other thing i like is they keep true to um the feel and the darkness of castlevania um dude it is mega dark when he's like talking to the villagers and going around you get the sense it feels very much like the latter games obviously where there are npcs not the older ones um but there's just a lot of things that made it feel like a familiar to um the game itself um What's I'm looking up the Easter eggs that I wanted to share um, with you. Um,
2: if you read like a lot, because the, the the show is essentially canceled now. The four seasons are are all we're getting.
0: Oh, that's it. Um, it's over.
2: Yeah, they it it's been canceled because um, what's his face was he's been accused of sexual misconduct.
0: The showrunner.
2: Yes. Uh. Well. Uh, Warren Ellis. Yes, the showrunner. Yes. So it's it's done, um, but a lot of people are calling it, you know, one of the best video game adaptations. I agree with that. Right. Which is surprising because it's coming from Netflix.
0: Yeah, but I think you're going to see like the Witcher one that's coming soon. that tells Vesemir's story will probably do very well. The
2: animation looks very similar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a few other I'm excited for that. There's a few others animated by the same same studio that look good, too. Um, well. Here are some of the Easter eggs that we pulled that I pulled from online Um, in the opening scene. uh, The skeletons on the spears. That is uh, the real life Dracula inspiration from Vlad the Impaler. It's actually in Bram Stoker's Dracula as well. Yep. So that was a a fun one. Um, The Dracula's wife, Lisa, is in Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, She doesn't make a physical appearance in the game, but she is talked about in the game um and one of the characters pretends to be her at one point um dracula saying that his castle can travel um but you know obviously Lisa encouraging him to travel like a human um that is something straight lifted straight from the video game world as well let's see lisa's death is also talked about in symphony of the night the bishop killing her and burning her at the stake Mm -hmm. Um, Lisa's crucified uh, in Symphony of the Night in a flashback she's not burned at the stake my apologies Um, Alucard's plea to Dracula when Dracula decides to summon an army from hell in order to destroy humanity he's confronted by his son Uh, though this scene isn't explicitly shown in the game, it has been referenced. Within the game's mythology, Alucard was able to speak to his mother shortly before her death, so Lisa is his mother. Okay. There's a brief moment in the series intro which suggests this moment occurred off-screen within the show. Lisa used her dying words to pass along a message meant for Dracula that is similar to the speech Alucard gives in the show.
2: Yeah, sure as shit, Lisa is his mother. Wow. Um, They didn't age her in the show at all, so... That's an old ass son. Maybe vampires just age super quick or I don't know. Maybe they become adults super quick. I don't know how that works.
0: Um, Dracula's teleportation beam, his thing that gets him around is is a move he does in Castlevania four when you fight him. Uh, what was
2: this? The teleportation? Beam? Yeah. Where, where did we see that?
0: Uh, it's in the, when he goes to the house and it's burnt down. And he tells the old woman like this is the last oh, kind. Yes. And then he, and like, he
2: goes up in the fire pillar. Yeah, that
0: that is a move <sighs> he does when you fight him in Castlevania four. That's that's cool. Um, Trevor's crest and clothes. The crest is hinted at the artwork from earlier Castlevania games. It resembles uh, the uh, crest used in the reboot in Lords of Shadow. Uh, the design of Trevor's garb in the show seems to be a blend of Gabriel Belmont, who's the character you play as in Lords of Shadow, and Leon Belmont, who you play as in Lament of Innocence. Um, we talked about that. When Chav- oh, this is interesting. I didn't even see this. When Trevor's speaking to the village swordsmith in episode, I believe it's two, yes, two, uh, we get a brief glimpse of his wares. It seems that the merchant might procure swords from other famous fantasy worlds. So, Longclaw from Game of Thrones is behind him, and Anduril from Lord of the Rings is also behind him.
2: No way! Yeah,
0: I see Anduril in this shot. It's actually pretty cool. I love that. Um, Trevor removing his cloak in episode three. Um, in Castlevania's third episode, Trevor removes the cloak he's been wearing. For the coming battle, not only is the scene symbolic of Trevor shedding his shame and embracing the Belmont legacy, but it bears striking resemblance to the scene at the beginning of Castlevania 3, where Trevor removes his cloak shortly after praying. Uh, Cyclops I beam Uh, fun for game fans who appreciate the show's dungeon crawler structure and video game like battles. Of course, the centerpiece of the episode is a battle between Trevor and the Cyclops. The Cyclops battle does occur in Castlevania 3. The Cyclops in that game isn't able to shoot beams from his eyes. This ability seems to be a reference to two other notable eye beam shooting creatures in Castlevania. Balor and some of the versions of Medusa that you face. Uh, what's her name? Sifa or Cifa? How do you say her name? The speaker. I think it's Sifa. Sifa is in Castlevania 3. Uh, she's one of the main characters. Um, and then in 4... Uh, The memorable scene in the fourth episode where one of the demons uh, named Blue Fang confronts the bishop. Um, This exchange brings to mind a few pieces from Rondo of Blood, which is one of the Castlevania games, where Dracula suggests that he's not truly evil and that it is the hate and evil of men that grants him power in life. He also insults humans for letting their faith rule them, which seems to be the basis for the church's role as villains in the series. Blue Fangs is a reference to... Uh, he's a reference to something in the games. He probably is. The trouble is hard to tell exactly what the creature is a reference to. One theory states that he's a callback to the wargs from Symphony of Night. Um, others think it's a callback to Pazuzu, the devil-like boss in Harmony of Dissonance. He's likely just a mixture of both. Um, apparently, when the demons are on the roof, it's the same opening scene from Rondo of Blood. And then it talks about how Alucard's in Symphony of Night and blah, 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 blah. So it's unfortunate that the, the gentleman who made the show is turning out to be in the situation he is. I don't know anything about it, so I can't really talk about it. I don't
2: know anything about it. I just saw that it was canceled um, for that reason. But
0: he really did his homework when it came to the games and brought that into this animated universe. And I appreciate that, which goes back to what Mike said about this being one of the best video game adaptations uh, of an animated series
2: that we've seen. Yeah. So many of them just fall so short. Yeah, and and again, if you want to try
0: it, the first season is only four episodes, and they're like 25 minutes long, so you can finish it in two hours. Roughly. And see if you like it. If you like those first four episodes, I've watched season two, which gets way crazier. Um, Yeah.
2: It progressively gets more and more intense yeah because
0: you start to meet more vampires and all sorts of stuff uh, and uh, the the fight between Trevor and Alucard was awesome I
2: thought that was a great fight at the end
0: The dialogue is what makes that fight Trevor's yeah. great if you Trevor is voiced by um, Richard is it Richard Armitage who played um, Thorin in the Hobbit movies? Uh, there's actually lots of notable voice actors who will start recognizing voices with all of these characters and be like, I recognize that voice. That's so and so from this. Right. Um But uh yeah, it's it's a great show. It was it was honestly the first anime that no one was like, Kevin, go watch this that I watched on my own. Actually, Mike, you were the one that said watch it, you'll like it, but you didn't say it because it was an anime, you said it because Castlevania. Um and I did. And I ended up liking the first two seasons. So next week, uh, I'll blow through season two this week. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, season two, which is nine episodes. So
2: it'll be a bit more yeah, to talk about. Yeah, I'll rewatch about. that as well. There's is going to be a lot more in season two.
0: Yeah, this is definitely laying the groundwork, getting you introduced into the world, the characters, etc., etc. Um, I had mentioned to Mike, too. I love how the beginning of this is literally like Beauty and the Beast, just with a really dark, terrible twist and not a happy ending um, mm-hmm. with Dracula and Lisa. So... Um, I'm excited to dive into season two again, re- re-meet, because I don't even remember the characters from season two. I just remember it being nuts and there being a lot more vampires. Um, uh, and then uh, see the new stuff in a few weeks on three and four. Uh, Labor Day will probably be the week that there is no episode. Let me see. Look at look at this get calendar here, because I'm going to King's Coast to see the space. To- nice. S- two, three. So, yeah, we might skip a week or two, but we'll finish nice. it and then we'll jump into another show or movie and we'll start watching that. We will talk about Suicide Squad next week. We ran out of time. We really wanted to this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll talk about Suicide Squad next week. Mike saw it. I saw it. We both loved it. Uh, and Weasel is the best character. If you've seen it, you know why. <laughs> uh, you all have a, a great, great, great week. Uh, we'll catch up with you again soon for episode 22. Thank you, Rob, for joining us thank you and you can check out mikey's metric underscore methods with a z on twitter everything i do is on rare drop.co make sure you go get that king's coast coffee at kingscoastcoffee.com and have a great week and we'll talk to you later
2: later